Welcome, Pokemon trainers, to the Poke Trainers podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be actually going back to the base set of the Pokemon TCG and talking about some of our favorite stories during that time. We know we have lots of stories, especially in those original cards that we want to share with everyone. I know Houston has a particularly interesting collection that he will actually be using to retire pretty soon uh, when he sells those cards. Also, we are going to be talking about the original Indigo League Pokemon TV show series, and we'll be discussing our favorite and worst episode of that time. There were a lot of episodes back in the day, and it's actually really tough for us to figure out what our favorite and worst episode is, but we'll do our best to figure that one out. As has been the case in the past two episodes, Canto Town Herald has just a couple of news uh, tidbits for you in the news of the Pokey world. And finally, as also has been the case in the past two episodes, we're going to be uh, talking about the random Pokemon battle. Who are we going to get this time? Is it finally going to be that Magikarp against Mewtwo battle that we all want to see? <laughs> or will it be another uh, tough battle like the Gengar versus Dragonite battle from episode one? I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out in today's episode of the Pokey Trainers podcast. Let me start introducing our guests tonight, our co-hosts, more, more so I should say, also trainers of this podcast. First, let me go over to Florida, to Houston. I'm How's it going, you. man? I'm mad at you. Ooh. That's how it's going. I'm really mad at you. Wow, what a good what a good start. Uh, oh, I can know. I find out why? Uh, I, I, oh kind of... yeah, let's let's tell everyone why I'm mad at you. <laughs> you know how many Pokemon cards I purchased in the last week? Because oh, look at this one on eBay. Look at this one on eBay. You can't send me things on eBay because then I want to get it. And then I go, oh well, it's fine. I'll put this in, someone will beat me. And then I start winning the eBay auctions and then it's making it rain Pokemon cards. Good job, Luis. Although I did get some really amazing cards, but I'm still mad at you. Hi everyone. <laughs> I think you'll be really happy once you sell those, especially part of the collection too. I think you'll you'll come back and thank me. And I, I might ask for at least 1% of that deal since I did. Uh, contribute to that so that that is one <laughs> that is one <laughs> um, yeah I don't know about that <laughs> to me that's one I, I interpret that as one percent oh <laughs> um, so um, next uh, let's welcome back our, our two fellow uh, trainers from episode two Carly and Adam first let's go to you Carly how's it going welcome back hello glad to be back we are here and we are thriving at 10 p.m so glad we didn't scare them away Luis. oh yeah i know right yeah thank you for coming back uh, i thought you guys were, would be really scared especially uh hearing us uh in the past episode um but you know glad <laughs> glad you came back and and yeah it is relatively late for uh you three you three being in the east coast um Pacific Coast here, and unfortunately, we have Stop to start rubbing it a little in. later. <laughs> well, you guys are always welcome to, you know, um, come back to to this Pacific Coast, or if you haven't been over here, then 
come back to to the past <laughs> or what not or at least yeah. house, but not because <laughs> covid <laughs> in a couple of months from now right once uh yeah. <laughs> once the covid vaccines roll out which you know is going to be soon um yes, I got my first one nice uh, a few weeks ago cool cool and houston actually has both of them too so uh, uh just little by little, you guys are you guys are on the good side. We're we're still hoping that ours wait, gets here wait soon. Wait for the second one. Wait for the second one. Oh uh, yeah, I I heard stories. <laughs> I heard them. Um, next, Adam, how's it going? Welcome back. Uh, glad to to see you here again. Uh, glad you didn't get scared from seeing Houston and I. <laughs> I'm back. I am back. I'm very happy to be back. No, Houston did not scare me off. Um, and actually made me want to come back more. So here I am. See, I am the appeal of the show, Luis. <laughs> I'm the one that they're here to listen to. And be with. So go on. You can continue. It's because you have more cards. They're more rare. Most of mine are more like common and common. I mean, I, I don't I don't have that much amazing stories to share <laughs> as I far as rare ones. Master, you know. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. I caught all the original 151. There you go. Yeah. And, and some doubles. Or triples or quadruples or whatever. I'm still mad at you. <laughs> um, well, hopefully as this episode goes on, that, that changes a little bit. Uh, but let's let's move on to like a more uh, a happier news, right? To this happier segment. And let's talk about the Pokemon base set those original cards that we all love to see that we all instantly have flashbacks to back in the late nineties when we used to collect them. And when we used to open uh, booster packs, theme packs, all that good stuff, booster boxes. And, and uh, for some as well, for those who were lucky <laughs> back then. Um, but let's go ahead and start with you, Houston, since you are the one again, that is the Pokemon master of the base set. And, can you tell us some stories that come to mind on some of the base set cards? Sit right back and let me tell you a tale, my friends. A long time ago, every Friday afternoon after school, I would go to Toys R Us and I would acquire a, at least a few packs of Pokemon cards. It was like it was like a an addiction. And actually, I think that's why I'm so mad at you is because that addiction has been coming back. Thanks. But really, you know, I remember when Toys R Us would get like the, the fossil boxes and they'd get, you know, but not every store got the same kind of boxes. Like I think Target got the forest boxes and then you had just a variety that you had to go to different ones. But Toys R Us, I specifically remember getting the fossil boxes, at least the one next to me. And I was constantly like, oh, my gosh, I want the Zapdos one, right? Like on the cover, it had like Zapdos. And I was like, my favorite, my favorite. And I would I would pull them. And, you know, it was just um, it was great because the majority of the card collection that I have was from those those kinds of interactions and going out and purchasing you know, the uh, booster packs. And it's funny because I just looked because Luis sent it to me and I looked and, you know, there were some booster packs and I'm like, I used to buy that thing for like two or three bucks. And now it's like, 
how much for a booster pack from back then? Holy, mm, you know what? And it, you know, I remember when, actually I have a great story. Remember the girl, remember the girl that we talk about that is, we don't know her name or anything like that, but I know her name, but you don't know her name. But um, I remember for my birthday, because everyone got me booster packs. They get Christmas stockings, birthdays, and she got me a, a booster pack and I opened it. It was Charizard. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Because, you know, she was like the one that I got the majority of my awesome cards from. And mostly it was from booster packs that she gave me. Like some of them were random. Some of them weren't. Mewtwo was not. Mewtwo was, hey, here you go. And I was like in love. So anyway, so those are some of the, you know, kind of my... Uh, oh, I remember like the Blastoise ones, the Venusaur, the Char. I mean, all those booster packs were amazing. So, you know, I kind of went all over the place with that. But just when I think of the booster packs, it just like is a rush of nostalgia. And I'm like, whoa. I mean, I, it, Adam, Carly, back me up. Do you, do you remember that? I mean, is that something that you just like looked at it and you were like, oh, and you just the opening, it was just kind of like a, like a spiritual experience. Opening was my favorite part. Cause you just kind of never knew which ones you were going to get. It was like a little, little present every time. It was so good. It was like a surprise, surprise in my hands. What about yeah. you, Adam? I mean, I always loved opening the packs, but I'm also one that I love the pack art. I love the pack arts. So, like, I always tried to open them as carefully as I could without, like, destroying the pack. <laughs> but yeah. I I always loved opening packs. I still do. Yeah. So. I mean, I haven't opened a pack. Well, that's not true because I just got some cereal, like, 22 boxes of cereal that <laughs> have... Cards. 22 boxes of don't worry we eat a lot of cereal we have like you know six or eight people in this house i can't remember so you know and i love golden grams and cinnamon toast crunch and then of course you have louise who like oh my gosh i can't even i i can't even address the louise happy meal situation <laughs> i can't i i i can't even address my boss at one of the place at one of the schools I work for who has purchased so many happy meals. I don't understand why she did it, but I understand why she did it. She's just, I can't, but Luis is just sick. He's a sick man. <laughs> you know, I, it's uh, one of those things where uh, like you're saying the the feeling of opening a booster pack is so nostalgic for us that, you know, that that's this, closest we got to <laughs> reliving those moments especially knowing that everyone is is collecting this set and and not just pokemon collectors but even people who aren't really collectors right people just casually buying a happy meal yeah. now they're looking at the pack and they're like oh i remember pokemon from back in the day so well and it's funny speaking of the, the mcdonald's packs because like a lot of people obviously were going to mcdonald's and they're like hey I don't want a Happy Meal. I, 
I just want the the Pokemon pack that you have for toys. And people were buying like an insane amount at a time, 40, 50 at a time. And then the people would take those, keep some for themselves. And then, so if I remember correctly, someone told me 10 of those packs cost like 18 bucks. People were selling one of those packs for like 90 bucks on eBay. So that that's why that became such an issue is because people were turning around and flipping them for 10 times their value. Yeah. It's it's crazy. And that's why it was it was so insane. That's why like I was never able to get my hands on any of them. <laughs> because they just stopped selling them outside of the happy meals. Speaking of flipping, I know I know off air before we started recording, uh, Adam, you were telling us a story about the the base set booster box. Can you like tell us now for all of our audience to listen in? I thought that was a crazy deal that happened. Okay, so as everyone knows, if you anyone knows who the Paul brothers are, Logan and Jake Paul. Okay, uh, Logan Paul recently spent two million dollars on base at booster packs and if i remember correctly i think he was selling them for around eleven thousand dollars a pack he was just selling them to people um i don't remember how much he ended up uh, Logan Paul unboxes two million worth of Pokemon cards. Sells eight hundred eighty thousand. So like he was selling these packs for ridiculous amounts, and he literally just made his money back from, you know, spent two million, but at eleven thousand dollars a pack. Like we were talking about, it, you sell four boxes. There's your money, and then the rest of it is profit, which is like another two million. So you're like doubling your profit which is absolutely insane but a lot of people do that with booster boxes especially base set um i've seen a lot of people do it on twitch i've seen a lot of people do it on youtube um they'll do things with like other streamers and youtubers well they'll allow you to buy a pack obviously not for eleven thousand. they'll sell you a pack or 1800 or something like that so they make their money back if not a little bit more. And it is just a very, very common thing to do. And, it's, and that's why so many people, you try to find booster boxes or packs anywhere. It's why it's so impossible. Yeah. You, you got to fork over a lot to get, <laughs> to get one of those. And like we were uh, talking about it earlier, imagine if you spend so much money on one pack and then it turns out that, you know, the, you don't get anything. Card. Yeah, it's the the best card is um, I don't even know, like a a, a Beedrill or a Pidgeot. Is anyone even opening? Oh, Pidgeot's not bad, but is anyone even opening those when they get it now? I mean, at this point, I think that would just be like, yikes. Yeah, so I don't know if like the these people are like buying the boxes like right there and then. Or if, like, people are just digging back into, like, their closets, into their sealed collections, (laughs) 
And they're like, I need money. You know what? I'm going to take this <laughs> and go make double my value off of it. Yeah, I just think that's so, nice. Because I, I saw someone, he had, he was talking about it. He was actually selling them. He had three base set booster boxes that he had for like 10 years. He saved them sealed for 10 years and then was selling packs at $700 pop. Ugh. And there's only what, nine, 10 cards in those things? I 11, mean, actually, back in the day. It's yeah. a, oh, that's it's right. We used to get 10 it. or 11, yeah. They were more generous back then. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. Yeah. But even still, like, you pay that much money, like, you want to pull one of, like, the eight, I think there's eight uh, super rare cards from, like, the base set that are chasers. Um, obviously, I know it's the Charizard, Venusaur, Blastoise. I know Mewtwo was one. Um, Alakazam, Chansey. Um, I know there were a couple others, too. I can't remember them. But if you don't get any of those, the pack's really not worth anything. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it's, it's a big risk, and I am not someone that will ever take that big of a risk, especially with that much money. Ready to play some gambling? I am from Vegas. <laughs> hey, don't get me wrong. I don't mind gambling every once in a while, but... That's just insane. I think a crazy thing uh, is that, like, how do people still have base set, booster packs, booster boxes sealed, especially the first ones that came out? I want to break them open and smell the new cards. That's what I Collectors, man. (laughs) I see people with sealed collections all the time. Like, I have... I've seen pictures where someone literally has every single booster box sealed at home like not open just just on a shelf what was that carly i don't have that much self-control me neither Uh, why do you have the beautiful collection that i have Hmm? (laughs) we can admit out of the four of us none of us have enough self-control to ever do that i have enough if someone hands us a base set pack we're opening it right there and then. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, if they if if they were smart, what they would do is they would actually recreate the entire thing. Like, you know, I know they did that a few years ago, I think for the 20th or something. But uh, yeah, they have the Pokemon X and Y evolutions, which was all reprint plus megas for all 151. Right. I, n- I don't have any of those cards. I have all, most every single one of my cards are back from the like 1995 up to 2001, 2002. I have yep. very, very few cards past that point. But what I think is interesting is, you know, if they were to do something like, you know, the original packaged foil, right? Like did something. Oh, oh man, you know, every oh, single yeah. Like, I know I can see Carly, but I will yes. say though, right? I, like, I, I never really got anything good when I opened the older packs, I didn't get a whole lot of them either. Um, because buying Pokemon cards wasn't something like I got to do a whole lot, but this was one of the first cards I ever got. It's not a first edition, unfortunately. Wait. But it is the original Yellow Cheeks Pikachu. 
Oh, he's so is, chubby. Is the yellow cheeks. I'm trying to remember because I have the, the red cheeks shadowless one. The red cheeks is the one that's worth a lot of money. Right. I have a red cheeks shadowless one. Um, yeah. That is apparently worth a lot of money. So, yeah. The, they were both in the base set. There was a yellow cheeks and a red cheeks. The red cheeks one. It was the same odds opponent of Charizard. It was one in a million. Yep. But that was one of the first cards I ever got. So I I had to dig through my collection, but I found it. And like I got a couple of first I have a few first edition cards, but it's like I have Rapidash, Rhyhorn, Primeape, Oddish, Goldeen, Rhydon, Primeape and Oddish, and a Gloom. I mean, that's awesome. That's super awesome. Carly, I, I meant to ask, do you still have cards from when you were young? I do somewhere in a binder. I was really, really bad about losing things in my entire life. A kid, an adult, it didn't matter. I lose things. And I started collecting cards when I went to like a, a thrift store and I found like a little binder thing that you put cards in. And I was like, oh, I can put my Pokemon cards because I had a few. So I started collecting and I would lose cards. And I just, collecting wasn't for me because I forget things. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big time like collector type of person. Like I collect, but I collect things I like. And that's the hard part with me is, you know, a lot of people, I got, I, I think I told you I got offered a really big sum of money for my cards that I said no to. And that was really hard for me to do. But at the same time, I love my cards because I didn't just collect them to collect them. I collect them because I like them. They're like your other babies. Right. Every single one of them. So I'm just kind of like, oh, no. Luis, I just won another eBay auction. Like right now, I just won another eBay auction. You, I, oh, why? What was it? Can you you share uh, what it was? I know you might not want to share the price. It was a holographic Entei from back in 2001, 2002, one of the originals. Oh, Oh, yikes. My wife is going to kill me. Anyway, sorry. Now, (laughs) I don't know. Houston might have these um but two of the oldest cards i have have the original card backing mm-hmm. the pocket monster card backing mm-hmm. and it's the uh the japanese gym leader cards oh i got I two of them those. these are the only two that i have and these things are like precious because i don't have very many cards with that original that original card back. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a, quite a few of those. Um, and hold on. I actually do have that Haunter. Yep. And I have that exact same card. I'm just looking at something right now. Because we were talking about the cards that are like chase cards for the base set. Um, so I listed off the starters, Chansey, um, Alakazam. I forgot about the Gyarados, Machamp, uh, Clefairy. And I think the 
was it Raichu? Yeah. I think Raichu was one of the big ones too because the uh the foiling on it was really, really good. If anyone has a pre release Raichu, that thing is worth a crap ton of money. Oh yeah. Easily. You know what would be nice, Houston, uh, now that you mentioned, you know, it would be cool if they remade him, uh, which, of course, you know, they, they did with the evolutions there. But if they brought back these uh, theme decks, right, like, I really like the artwork in them. I know it's yeah. nothing crazy like the ones we see now, but seeing that, like, Game Boy Color uh, style Pokemon that you saw on the strategy guide and on uh, the yeah. covers themselves is was just really cool. I, I think it, it was better than than what they do now. Well, anything original for me, at least, is always gonna be special. Like it's just it's always gonna be special to me, and it's always gonna be like top of my list. If you had to be like, all right, what is your favorite set a set? So that's always my opinion on it. And you know, this would be the year to do it, right? Or maybe wait until the thirtieth. Uh, to do something like this, but fiftieth. Wait till the fiftieth. Oh, I think that's what I'll hold out to. Fiftieth. <laughs> I've got so much grading to do on these cards. It's sick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well worth it though. Well worth it, especially on those Charizards. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because I actually posted uh, some of my collection today on Facebook and. <sighs> You should, you'd be surprised how many people will start contacting you and going, oh, what about this? Are you selling this? You, and I'm like, all I was asking was grading advice. I wasn't asking to sell. And, you know, like, I appreciate where they're coming from because they're seeing something and going, oh. But, you know, it's, it's interesting. Like I said, the offer that I had was a re- very real, very lucrative offer, but I just couldn't because now I'm like, I know what my cards are worth. <laughs> Just can't do that. So it's amazing how these cards have become so valuable. It's crazy. And they'll only get more valuable over time. They're never going to not go down in value. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy part. Like 25 years, they're not going to go down. They're only going up. And I'm like looking at everything going, oh. And I'm looking at these new ones that I'm winning. And going, oh, and on one hand, I'm like, wow, so cool, so awesome. On the other hand, I'm like, I'm going to find Luis. And I'm going to <laughs> pay for this. Well, 1%, like I said, I'm, I'm going to be waiting oh, for my Yeah, you, you keep thinking about that 1%. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, like I, I think, uh, you know, if we, if we look at these uh, theme decks again, and, and I like to go back to those because... Uh, as I mentioned, episode one, <laughs> I literally just had a theme deck and a booster pack. That's all I had actually ever gotten purchased in uh, my history with Pokemon back in, in the day there. Um, and now looking back, I wish I, I really would have made big effort. I could have started working when I was in elementary school just to get one of these things. Because now it's it's like you could retire at a super early age like Houston might. Uh, and not only himself, but also have money for future generations, for college, for anything <laughs> you want. You're, you're set for, for years from now. And, you know, the craziest thing is to think that, you know, these are just so valuable that can give you so much money and 
you know, we true, we have all these memories attached to them. And I understand from Houston's perspective, sometimes it is going to be hard to part ways with some of those cards, even though you are going to get a lot of money from them. It's almost like parting ways with like a, a pet you had for a long time or, uh, you know, just something like that. They are my pets. They're my friends. They're not just cardboard. They're pretty cardboard. <laughs> they have lots of colors. And some of them are shiny. Uh, one card I always wanted was, because you said shiny and made me think of it. Um, I don't know if you have it, Houston. You might. Because you got a lot of cards. Uh, the Shining Charizard. Shining Charizard. Is that one of the old, old ones? Or is that a newer one? Uh, it's an older one. Shining Charizard. I oh I don't have that one. Oh. I have a dark Charizard, so the complete yeah, opposite. that one. How much is that one going for? Oh, looks like someone's gonna go on eBay. Oh, oh crap! <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Really uh, here we go, Luis. <laughs> gonna give Houston another reason to be mad. Yeah. Oh my an, god! Another one. I mean, it's it's around Houston's price range. I would say it's you, you could probably get Be it. Quiet. <laughs> um, <laughs> you could probably get it between three hundred to like I don't know a thousand dollars. So if you get it on the on the lower end, I'm just saying, Houston, <laughs> you could flip it in twenty I can, years. I can see him right now. I think he's looking it up. Yeah, I, I, I think Stop he's. It. You guys are bad influences. <laughs> You're all bad influences. Even you, Carly. You're not immune from this. Listen. When, when I asked to be a part of this, I didn't think being a good influence was part of the description. Wow. Wow. I just, I thought we were all <laughs> friends here. I was really hopeful. We are. I know. Well, I thought Luis was my friend until, you know, he was stealing my money from me. <laughs> <laughs> well, not everyone is going to be, uh, um, you know, encouraging $610? you. $610? What? What a bargain! <laughs> um, yeah, so the you know the, those those chairs are cards. I mean, they they can go for a lot, and you know, ever since that first space set one came out, all the other ones have followed suit. But there is nothing like the good old Charizard from back in the day because if you have one and it's in a nine or a ten, you're pretty much set, and you can buy a lot. Or if you have one and it's not graded, what are you doing? Go get it graded. Yeah, yeah. Which I actually I know someone who has a couple of Charizard cards that they, they actually need to grade. I, I believe they're gonna grade them soon because I'm pretty sure that they gotta be at least a nine, right, Houston? Yeah, at least a nine. Sorry, what are we talking about? I'm on eBay. <laughs> We're talking about you now uh, being on the hunt for some Charizard basic cards. You know, if you get a good deal on those, you could could make a couple thousand dollars right especially if they're already graded <laughs> oh no i i probably shouldn't say that so i think houston's gonna go and buy and then stop <laughs> you really need to stop i'm gonna wind up divorced and sleeping on your couch if you keep this up do you understand hey i'll, I'll try to limit myself but you know no guarantee with uh, adam and carly i think they might they might also follow suit and before you know it houston you're gonna be you're gonna be loaded with cards Bank account might not be as happy. Whenever we see anything cool, we should just shoot at Houston's way. No. no. Yeah. Preferably no. eBay. eBay again is the okay. platform of, of choice. It's it's the easiest one to 
purchase stuff and you guys are so so <laughs> mean. I can't even. Oh. Oh man, now I'm winning this one. Oh no, watch it. It's a Charizard. <laughs> it is a Shang Charizard. Damn. Oh. There you go. Well, don't thank me, thank Adam. I'm not going to take credit Adam, for that. Adam. But... Adam, I'm blaming you for this one. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll I'll take the bullet for the team. <laughs> awesome. Well, that concludes our our little quick segment here on basic card stories. Um, we're just going to end it there because if we keep going, Houston is going to eventually end up with a couple of binders, probably <laughs> of the original base set. And I don't think he wants to go that route now, unless you get a good deal, Houston. There could be good deals out there. I'm just saying. Uh, I'll look up I'm some. Start and- a business. If anybody wants a card, I can be a professional eBayer. Yes, I can help you get it. <laughs> I know how to catch Pokemon. See, there you go. I, I I got you a new side business there, and you, you just charge your one percent, and there you go. <laughs> oh no, I'm charging ten percent. Are you fool? You're a fool. <laughs> well, if you find someone that can pay that, then cool. So I just want to point out real quick because I'm looking at it before. I just want to point out that the uh, the Char Hollow Charizard first edition, um, its most recent sell price, three hundred ninety nine thousand dollars. That's for a shining Charizard. No, that's just for for base set Charizard. I have that. Yeah, PSA ten sold for. $399,750,000. $399,750,000. Right there. It's right there. I'm looking at it. <laughs> oh, I'm getting really loopy. <laughs> stay off eBay. Must not stay off eBay. It's kind of hard when, when you get the notifications too, so good luck. You know what? After, after this podcast, we... We need to have like a therapy talk or send Houston to therapy for his Pokemon addiction. For my collecting addiction. This yeah. is not the only thing I collect. That's the problem. We'll, we'll, we'll go to Pokeholic Anonymous. At least. I'm not that bad. I know how to manage myself. <laughs> um, so moving on to our uh, next segment. Again, we're going to be talking about the Pokemon Indigo League series of the original TV show. And so we're going to be each mentioning our favorite and worst episode. I know this wasn't easy, guys, but we got to plan it out and decide which one's your favorite and worst. <laughs> so with that being said, how about let's start with uh, you, Carly. What is your favorite episode? And also tell us what is your worst episode and why? Okay. Well, I think that I have two favorites. Um, and I thought about this for a really long time, um, looking at Wikipedia, making sure I got the name right. And my probably my top favorite is Princess versus Princess, which is where Jesse and Misty are competing to be the number one princess on Princess Day. I, I really like that one because I before Serena happened, to Ash. I was a big Ash and Misty shipper. 
I thought that they belonged together. So I feel like that was the first time he was like, wow, this is like an actual girl and not the person that's like, you stole my bike, Ash Ketchum. Uh, I just, I just like that he, um, he saw her differently in that episode and that's such a good one. Um, another one that I really, really love is the Evie brothers, which is where all the Evie brothers, you know, there's like four brothers and they have their Evies that are evolved. And one is like, I don't want to evolve my Evie. It's perfect the way it is. And, you know, it's just it's just so sweet, you know. Don't don't change, you know. You're you're perfect the way you are. All you listeners, you are perfect the way you are. Don't change. Just like Evie. And then least favorite, least favorite, probably, oh my gosh, the one where I thought I thought Ash was finna leave Pikachu in the Pikachu forest. Um, because oh my gosh. If you heard the podcast last week, you know that Pikachu is my ride or die forever and always. And when he was like, Pikachu, you belong with your own kind. I was like, no. Weeping. And he, you, know, you mean like Ash always does? Yes. It's annoying. <laughs> All the good ones. All the good ones. And I'm still traumatized for it. I'm triggered it's not good i have a problem and i need to go see my therapist about it so it haunts me yeah no it's such a sad episode and and the fact that he was about to leave him is like wow didn't think didn't think you'd do that (laughs) i have my opinions on ash ketchum Oh, I'm interested in hearing those. But before we hear those, how about let's go to you, Adam. What's your favorite and worst? So, as you guys probably would expect from me, my favorite episode, and it's like one of the saddest for me too, just because of who it is, Charmander. The episode with Charmander. It is super, super sad. But I love that episode because, you know, you really see what Charmander can do. And it really tells, like, such a good story with him and, like, what Charmander actually went through. Instead of it being about Ash, it you literally focus on this one mon and you give it such a good story. That that was uh, definitely one of my favorite episodes. If I had to pick a worse episode, a one that I liked the least, that's a tough one. Because the Pikachu one's definitely up there. But like, I'll be honest, I really wasn't all a fan of the whole Clefairy episode. That that episode didn't really like give me any like excitement to want to watch it. Like, you just call fairies dancing around the moonstone. Like, you still don't know where they come from. They're like, yeah, they just came from space. They just fell out of the sky from space, and here they are. A thousand fairies just came in on a rock. So. That's okay. That's how Ghidorah came. Oh, wait. <laughs> wrong podcast. Sorry. Uh, So that was probably one of my least favorite episodes. And the 
to Ash almost leaving Pikachu is a, was a very, very close second. Because I wanted when that episode aired, I wanted to reach through the TV and smack him upside his head. Uh, he was he was a dummy in the first season, first three seasons, and then he progressively got like tidbits smarter. Not a whole lot, but like tidbits, tidbits <laughs> smarter. Well, uh, I'm really looking forward here to hearing what Houston has to say about our uh, good friend Ash and also about his favorite and worst episode. Um, what do you have for us, Houston? Well, we, we need to get him off eBay first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For all the listeners, he's still he's still browsing his cards there. And <laughs> he's muted and on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I, yeah. Well, who muted me? <laughs> Listen, Luis. That's because Luis is mean. And he got me in, in, I know, I'm like watching, going, oh, eBay. No, so if we're talking episodes, one of my all-time favorite episodes, hmm, there's a few. I do love it when he finally does face down Giovanni. I do like that. And that, I mean, I don't know. Is it me? Or did it seem like somewhere towards the end, like after Blaine and whatnot, he went, like, I, like it all of a sudden just changed and went to Johto. Like, it was weird. There was, like, this period of time. Maybe that's when I, like, started falling out of what of the whole Pokemon arena, but there's like these lost episodes. Yeah, they the way they released it was weird. They did like a weird little pause. Yeah. After like a certain time, did like a weird little pause and then waited forever. And then that was technically like the end of season one, then season two, which was the rest of it. So everyone's like, oh well why wasn't it just like all in one? Yeah. And the thing that made me mad because you were talking about that episode, like after Blaine and everything that happened after that, his eighth gym battle in Kanto was the biggest BS that I ever saw in my life. Mm-hmm. Like you got to face team rocket. That's a Jesse and James who we've all seen them. We all know how they are. Yep. And they're using Pokemon that aren't theirs. Oh, I know. It's just nuts. I mean, I I will say that as I'm thinking about all-time favorite episodes, really, I mean, the first, like, few episodes of the entire series, I mean, I could watch those again and again. I, I really could. But the one that I despise, and this is the problem with Ash Ketchum. His name is Ketchum. That means he's supposed to catch him. Right? But why does he let his Pokemon go? And evolution is generally natural, unless you use a stone or something else. And he's so anti-evolution, which is interesting to hear me say that out loud. And he also lets his Pokemon go, right? He was going to do that to Pikachu, which terrible episode. But Butterfree, he did that with Butterfree. And it's like, what the heck? Not to mention what they say happens with 
Butterfreeze when they mate. But anyway, that's a, neither here nor there. I think you know what I'm talking about, Adam. Um, yep, yep, nope. I, I got mean, you 100%. He, he sent him to his death. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let that one slide. But again, I, that's the issue that I've had is when I look back, I'm like, oh, oh, I thought about it. You know what some of my favorite ones are? When uh, the ghost ones, when they come across Haunter. Oh, the Haunted House? Yes. That, that's yeah, that was one. funny. I do oh. like that one. Um, but yeah, anytime that he lets a Pokemon go or prevents them from evolving, he still has Squirtle and Bulbasaur. How, like, I mean. Well, with Bulbasaur, it was different because Bulbasaur didn't want to evolve. Right. And Squirtle just never evolved. I love the Squirrel Squad. I love that. I think that was part of the reason why they never had Squirtle evolve in the series. But then I think about it, and it's like, well, technically, if you remember the Firefire episode, Mm -hmm. there were three teams. There was a Squirtle, a Wartortle, and a Blastoise team. You would have fit into any one of those. So why not just evolve them? Right. It made no sense. And, you know, anyway. And all of his um, evolved Pokemon, you think about it. Uh, Caterpie evolved to Butterfree. Gone. Pidgey evolved to Pidgeot. Gone. Primate. Gone. He's he's horrible. So most of his evolved Mons from Gen 1 are gone, with the exception of Charizard, which eventually he ends up leaving at the Charizific Valley, where he... Technically, still is. So, Luis, what's your take on all this? Well, if we talk about favorite episodes, uh, you guys are going to be shocked to not hear the Charmander one as as uh, being on that list. Uh, I would actually, and and this is going to be real cliche of me, right? But you know, you, you gotta mention the first two episodes, right? The first one where mm-hmm. Ash gets to you know get Pikachu, even though at first we all know what happens, he gets. Uh, electrified and all that and that um but then also of course towards the end of it uh, leading on to the second episode where he takes pikachu and and runs him over to the poke center right after being attacked by a big squad of like spiro and you know i think it's there where they start to have that bond right uh, and you know i think it's that special moment even though it's i mean it's so early on in the series that it was actually quite well done to to have that moment so early on and and to really show that you know they they had just met they're going through this already and he proved to pikachu that yeah. you know he actually um was a good trainer and wouldn't mind pikachu not being uh, in a pokeball which uh, to me i thought that was always kind of uh, interesting um I, I i get where they were going with with the show with having pikachu always you know be the companion that is is not like secluded on the pokeball but at the same time it, it was always kind of strange to to see him um not in a pokeball and then all the other ones there you know to a certain extent it almost seemed like he wasn't a pokemon but more more so like a, a pet of uh ashes but yeah so those first two are are you know some of the most memorable ones too and other ones that are in my favorite list uh, the one battle aboard the SS Ain, 
something about those ship battles, not just the, in the TV show series, but also in the games, I thought was really cool when you got your ticket to get to go on the ship. Uh, but of course, we know in the TV show series, it was actually uh, Jesse and James tricking Ash and other trainers into going into this uh, ship to steal their Pokemon. Oh, yeah. uh, we all know how bad that turns out. <laughs> and then the shipwreck and and all that. And then I think them later thinking that they were dead as well. Like, I think for a little short while there in that episode. But yeah. that, that episode was uh, quite interesting. And also the episode where um, we get to meet uh, Aerodactyl, right? The prehistoric Pokemon yeah. and all that. Yeah. That was so cool. Because I remember that coincided uh, uh, around the time when I got my first <laughs> fossil set booster pack. And it was really cool to see those characters there on that episode and, and to, to see, you know, them selling that. I thought it was a, a really cool thing. And so those those would be some of them. Of course, you know, we can go uh, later on to the uh, Pokemon League episodes and whatnot. Uh, th- those were uh, good as well. But there's nothing like those original ones that I think had uh, more of a storyline to them and, you know, are, are the ones that we remember the most since they were some of the first ones that we saw. And then as far as worst ones go, I'm going to actually add the Charmander one there. Uh, as much as, you know, Charmander stars in that one, I, I just couldn't stand that trainer not not treating his Charmander right. And and I know Ash steps in and all that, but it was tra- it was rough seeing seeing him there with the leaf and pouring rain and and all that it, it it was i don't know that was really yeah it was really tough <laughs> no I, I i definitely agree um like you said i i enjoyed that one purely because of the storyline with charmander that that was why i liked that one so much yeah like what happens makes it really bad and i hate it but i love it at the same time so it's one of those episodes that's like caught in the middle for me. Yeah. Uh, and then aside from that one, I would say, of course, like uh, some of you already mentioned the, the Butterfree and then the Pikachu goodbye episode, uh, but more so the Butterfree one since he actually does say bye to Butterfree and the Pikachu one is more like a hey, bye for now, but you're going to come back <laughs> at the end of the episode, uh, which I still don't understand why they even decided to do that as an episode. I mean, they I just think it was to play. just to build the bond between them, just to kind of like show how the bond has grown between the two of them. Hmm. It's kind of what my take on that was. Yeah, so. uh, th- that 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 may have been. Yeah, or or they just wanted to play with people's feelings and <laughs> get people yeah. all like, wait. Especially when when you first saw it, right? I'm sure Carly, you when you first saw that, you're like, wait, you better not be doing that. What's going on? <laughs> they want to trick me. <laughs> um, Got to tug at the heartstrings a little bit. <laughs> yeah, they were trying to trying to do a Pixar there for uh, a quick episode. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, I think that those were the the main ones that I would consider as the as the worst ones here. Cool. So let's move on to our. Uh, favorite segment the canto town herald we don't have as much as we have had in previous episodes but we do have uh, two uh, little bits of pieces of news here 
I'll go ahead and present the first one and I'll let Houston present the second one as I know he he's got some feelings with the, the company that manufactures that. Um, but in our first uh, bit of piece of news here, uh, Pokemon Go hasn't officially announced when this uh, update will take place, but there's actually uh, something quite interesting for all you uh, big uh, players of Pokemon Go. But that is that they are going to be having new refer a friend incentives and so they'll probably have you refer a certain amount of friends and you'll get the particular in-game items uh, depending on how many friends you invite so it's quite an interesting uh, strategy i think uh, by niantic in having something like this because uh, i'm not sure where their numbers are at in terms of pokemon go players i know it's probably not nearly as popular as it was of course right the first year when it came out so having something that incentivizes players to invite their friends, to get them back on the game if they left is actually something quite interesting, especially if you're getting more of those uh, in-game items that you know can add up if you <laughs> start buying them. So great, great news. I don't know if any of you here are still playing Pokemon Go. Are any of you here still on that? Or is that old news to you? <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I still log in every once in a while and I, you know, uh, see what's going on, see what I can get, you know, but I, I don't really have the time to play it as much as I used to. I haven't played it in years and I don't know if this is a controversial opinion. I don't really like it. Um, I don't know. It was always hard to catch Pokemon on the go. <laughs> I don't know. I'm probably just really bad at it, and that's my that's my problem. Well, um, a lot of it too was like people would have to take time out of their day, like especially for me, like being in Rhode Island. We are such a small state, so there's not very many places to go. So I think that was half of the issue for me was having. If I had to go anywhere, I have to like basically take an hour drive to go anywhere that's going to even come close to benefiting me for playing the game. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like, and I don't have time for that. <laughs> so that was kind of why I kind of just played every now and again, and I'm not as invested in it as, as I used to be. I've heard they've added more stops. Um, I haven't played it in probably like two, three years as well, like you guys. <laughs> um, but I, I think uh, somewhere I was hearing that they had added additional stops because, yeah, some people were in your same situation where, I mean, you wanted a pokey stop, and that's really how you <laughs> progressed in the game if you didn't want to pay for anything. Uh, and sadly, you couldn't have that. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. Well, hopefully talking- you guys get incentivized if this happens. <laughs> Maybe. I right. was talking about Pokemon Go with my students today, and one's like, oh, yeah, I nearly walked into the road while playing. And I'm like, girl, you must watch where you're going. There are literally warnings that say to be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Um, it's oh. a dangerous world out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, more dangerous than running across a Pokemon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, and I remember when they first uh, came out, all the different things that that were going on and and they started to put the warnings on the app right make sure you're aware of your surroundings which most mostly i'm sure it was more for uh lawsuit reasons and (laughs) to not get involved into all that but yeah well hopefully once this rolls out i might 
download it again. I'll let you guys know. And if you guys could join, we'll get incentivized. Then maybe more people are going to be inspired to, to join after they roll this out. Well, Houston, can you tell us a little bit more about this? Uh, good, but at the same time, sad news. Yeah. So this next um, piece of news for all of you Pokemon collectors out there, and especially for Luis. Sorry, buddy. If you are a Charizard fan, something that dropped this past week was the first four figures pre-order for their Charizard statue that they're making $3,500 of. That's it. $250. It sold out so quickly. But if you'd like, you can go right onto eBay and pay probably more than double, triple what it should have been. Thank you, scalpers. Wonderful job. Um, but it's a beautiful looking piece. And I think they did such a fantastic job with this statue. And, you know, uh, I finally got my first, first four statues that I am absolutely in love with. And I was kind of bummed because I was going to try and go for it. It's not Mewtwo, but I was going to try and go for it. So, um, it's, you know, it's just unfortunate that that happened, but I'm hopeful that potentially, you know, we'll, uh, be able to find a way to get some more stock. Hopefully they didn't sell all of it, but who knows? So anyway, but that's the other piece of news for this past week. Yeah. And just add on that, the Charizard is actually the very first Pokemon first four figure statue. It's crazy to say that because you would imagine that they would have already had others made, but I'm sure after seeing how quick this sold out, they're they're gonna have others. Mewtwo's probably mark down the line. Words. Mark my words, as <laughs> soon as Mewtwo is announced, I will be purchasing it. And it will be right here or there or somewhere around here. Trust me, it's gonna <laughs> happen. Yeah. Well, Hopefully you're on that page right when that gets announced because it, you'll probably have to be on that page literally to <laughs> do the pre-order because it'll probably sell out within hours, if not within minutes of it actually being available. Yep. Cool. Well, it's that last segment of the episode, the time that you are all waiting for. We're also waiting for this because we ourselves do not know what the random Pokemon battle will be. And so let's go ahead to our let's little go. Pokemon machine, right? Uh, and find out exactly what that random Pokemon battle will be. So let's go ahead and uh, go on to randompokemon.com. And again, for this first season of the podcast, we're mainly focusing on the Kanto region. So let's go ahead to Pokemon Kanto. Let's do this. Let's see who we get. Oh. oh my gosh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> are you kidding me? You're kidding. There's well, no way. There's no way you can justify this. <laughs> well, uh, well, let's see. Let's see. Well, well do we, we do a second one? Because, like, this I isn't mean, even a fair match. Nino King only needs to <laughs> stomp on Metapod and it's over. Like, so. just no. <laughs> All Metapod knows how to do is use Harden. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
And eventually, after a while, you're going to crack. <laughs> right. Especially from a Nato King. Yeah. Well, that Nato King Metapod. Going to be a squashed bug. <laughs> That's um, the best kind of bug, in my opinion. So, oh, wow. this, this, oh. That was dark. Yeah. <laughs> So that this was a, a bad matchup, and we were waiting to <laughs> have this moment happen. But you know, just for laughs, you know, we're, we're going to go ahead and just uh, do uh, another one, and hopefully, it's another <laughs> another one similar to it too. And this one, we're only doing two guys. The second one, if it's another ridiculous one, we each got to give it. the underdog a chance. <laughs> I don't think it'll get any better than Metapod Needle King. I think even. Magikarp has more to him uh, than a Metapod. But let's see. Let's see who we get in the next one. All right. Well, I mean, this it's it's not as bad as the other one. I mean, it's still like... Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I think there are arguments on both sides. So we got, uh, which they call it a lonely wheezing <laughs> against a hasty Dragonite. Who wants to go ahead and get started? Uh, Carly, get started. Uh, arguments on who would win. So if we're going to, I would think that, in my personal opinion, that Dragonite would have the upper hand, but just giving Weezing the chance to fight, it's a little hard out. Acid, poison, all of those things, I think, could have a significant effect, but I think, ultimately, Dragonite's um, attack would... Uh, just be too much for wheezing so i don't i don't think the match would take very long you are going up against a dragonite so it like wheezing as far as like if i'm digging into this with move sets and everything else dragonite's takes this one he is way too much he can learn compared to like being stuck to particular movesets with Weezing. Um, he gets like bug, poison moves. And then Dragonite can learn oh, flying, dragon, fire, electric, water, everything. So uh, Weezing's at a very high disadvantage in this battle. Houston, you're giving him a chance or are you going to just join in on the Dragonite? What does my face tell you? What is my, what, what does your heart tell you? Well, your face is telling me wheezing, but what could be wrong? No, you are <laughs> wrong. No, of course, Dragonite w- would be able to just knock this one out of the park. I think that you know the only way wheezing would be able to do this is if the wheezing was at a very, very high level, and the Dragonite was not well trained and didn't have very good moves. But that could be very hard to find. So Agreed. I'm going to go with Dragonite. Well, I think the only way that Weezing could possibly win, aside from, uh, you know, a level difference, of course, that might be the, the given there, is if Weezing gets lucky and, you know, uses one of those uh, toxic moves and you get Dragonite poisoned early on in the match. And if you're battling against someone, hopefully they don't have any antidote or anything that will cure Dragonite. And I think that's where you can actually give Weezing a chance. Other than that, I'm with you all. 
Dragon Knight is just so powerful and the amount of moves that he can learn, as Adam was saying as well. So it, it it's just, yeah, that's no competition for Weezing unless, of course, he gets lucky. So, yeah, my vote goes to Dragon Knight. That's a 4-0. Uh, and that is actually the most, the biggest win we've ever had here in the three matchups. I guess now we could say four matchups. Um, or no, let's let's just stick with three matchups. Otherwise, the other one would have been a four nil as well. Um, yeah, one, we'll, we'll say three and a half. <laughs> three and a half battles. That one wasn't even a matchup. That's true. I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, is is Metapod even gonna do anything? Like you said, like it, Harden. Could Metapod that, ever that actually man. win though? Like, could could Metapod win against any rival? No. Kakuna. My opinion is no. Put Metapod versus Kakuna. Oh that would be God. the longest battle the in history. Battle. Metapod versus Metapod episode. Oh, Ooh. yeah, I remember that. Usually <laughs> they're just both using struggle and it's who dies first. Ooh, that sounds dark. Oh. <laughs> Universe. <laughs> All right. The struggle or, or self-destruct and they both just <laughs> yeah that doesn't count that movie never counts <laughs> well you know it's always one of those good ones especially if you know you're pretty desperate and you just need to knock out whoever you're trying to knock out then uh that that was that was I'm my go-to going down you're going down with me <laughs> uh, cool awesome well before we close it out I wanted to remind you all, if you are not following us on our social media accounts, please follow us. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Pod. So we invite you to follow us, find out when we post new episodes. We also share Pokemon news as well. So please check us out there on social media. Also, we are going to be doing live shows here pretty soon. Um, Houston and I were talking and we are going to be doing a couple of live shows where we open booster packs. We show cards on the live show. We just talk all things trading card game related as well. So be on the lookout on our social media as we are going to be starting those uh, pretty soon um, uh, as of this uh, recording. And so should be really great. I know Houston's really excited for those. And uh, we might have Adam and Carly here as on as well if they'd like to join I'm even and, more excited because you're going to buy me my booster packs. Well, um, that remains to be seen. Oh, no, 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 no. You <laughs> are going to buy those booster packs. Good job, buddy. You know what? Yes. <laughs> yes. But we didn't establish what booster packs they, they would be and if they would actually even be real booster packs. Wait, what? <laughs> well, All I can think of right now. <laughs> is because I, I see a lot of them particularly i can see Luis like going and buying one of the fake evolution booster boxes and being like houston here i got you cards oh how much did you get this oh wasn't that much and then it's just ps by the way this is fake oh well i i would do that until houston opens them and then he might find some rare ones in the set and he'll be all excited and then he'll be like oh look i got it this and this and that <laughs> well a lot of those are repackaged so like 
the chance you actually get something that's not common or uncommon. <laughs> uh, very, 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 very slim. Yeah, so we might do that on a live show just for, you know, just for the funny moments and all that. Go buy uh, uh, one of those <laughs> booster boxes. I think they're around like $30 or something like that. So just for for the fun of it, just to see <laughs> uh, how those cards are. And I, I've seen some of them. They're they're so funny and, and so obvious that they're not real. Um, but it would be really funny to, to see the reactions and, and whatnot. So, yeah, again, be on the lookout. We are going to be doing those here soon, uh, as well as maybe other um, Pokemon related uh, shows. So please leave your comments uh, on our social media. And when we do those live shows as well, and we'll tailor the lives depending on uh, what topic we have going on as well. Great. Well, guys, we made it through a third episode of the Poke Trainers podcast. Again, thank you for coming back on our journey, Carly and Adam. We're glad again we didn't scare you, and we hope we didn't scare you in this third episode. Uh, you know, I, I'm sorry if nope. Houston mentioned his eBay Pokemon card addiction to you guys. And if you guys want to send him over some links, then please do Don't so. You did. <laughs> I'm going to send him the link for betterhelp.com. Not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was cold, Carly. That was cool. Cool. Well, great way to end <laughs> to end this episode, everyone. Um, we'll see you next week here on the Poke Trainers podcast. Happy training, happy catching. See you next time. <laughs>